Hey, you're listening to the Riverdale Podcast. This is episode number 215. My name is Jonathan. Welcome to lovely Riverdale, USA. Folks, this is an Archie Comics fan podcast. We update every Saturday morning, and every week we break things up four ways. Uh, first up is the book of the week. It's the comic book I read this week. Sometimes it's a new comic book. Sometimes it's an old comic book, but it's always an Archie comic book. We move then to the news of the week. That's what happened in the world of Archie in the week since our last podcast. Then on to new releases. That's what came out this past Wednesday. We'll be coming up this coming Wednesday. And then we get to the big part of the show, um, the exciting part of the show, which is uh, our special guests, Dan Parent and Fernando Ruiz, are joining us uh, later in the show to talk about their creator-owned book, Die Kitty Die. We've mentioned that on the show before. Uh, if you're not caught up with this book, we'll tell you all about it. You'll learn all about it, how it came to be all of that stuff, um, and most importantly, you'll find out where to get it. Because um, if you love Archie Comics, then you love Dan Parent and Fernando Ruiz, and you will certainly love Die Kitty Die. So excited to have them join us for the uh, the later portion of the show. We'll try to keep the other segments a little shorter because um, this is going to be a long show with that talk with them. Um, so get excited for that. That is coming right up. Uh, before we jump into the show, I want to thank everyone who is headed over to patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast um, and thrown in some money to support the show. In May, we'll start with uh, extra bonus content, uh, a monthly piece of bonus content just for the folks who are contributing to Patreon. So if that sounds enticing, head over to patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast and pledge some money monthly to uh, keep the show rolling. Thanks very much. Let's jump into it and get into the book of the week. All right, this week's book of the week is Jughead and Archie Spring Annual number 20. And in the interest of keeping this brief, we're going to talk about just the lead story, the brand new story, um, which is entitled Pause for Effect, P-A-W-S, um, and is another one of these great uh, like pet-themed stories that uh, Bill Galvin has been drawing over the past couple of years. First up, I want to talk about the cover uh, by this week's guest, uh, Fernando Ruiz. Um, <laughs> really whimsical. I've been really liking these new covers that aren't necessarily a gag. They're just sort of a, a scene, a freeze frame from the particular season. Um, and this does bring out uh, a lot of feelings of spring. Uh, uh, Jughead and Archie on the trampoline and Jughead's doing this uh, great thing where he's got an ice cream cone that he's trying to eat and uh, the uh, the impact from the trampoline has thrown his ice creams up in the air. It looks like they're going to land evenly and neatly back on his cone, which would be fantastic. So you've got a cool, um, uh, pretty green, flowery kind of background, um, but everybody's still got the, got the long sleeves. Um, so uh, it's a springtime, but not summertime, which is definitely what I'm feeling around here as well. So on to our story, um, our brand new story for this issue, written by Adrian Ropp. Uh, as I said, pencils by Bill Galvin, inks by Jim Amish, uh, Jack Morelli on letters and colors by Glenn Whitmore. This is the story of, uh, of, of another viral video. Um, I'm not sure if folks are, are cross-pollinating on these stories, but we got, um, in the last few weeks, I feel like we got a, the, the story about uh, Archie crying in the movie theater, and then uh, that got uh, videoed and went viral. We've got another story here of, uh, of Archie being involved in a viral video, this time with his dog, Vegas, um, who first appeared just a couple of years back in a story that I believe was also... Um, illustrated by Bill Galvin. Bill Galvin's done a bunch of these cool pet stories. So as I said, a video is made of Vegas doing a cool trick. That video goes viral. And within moments, um, in, uh, in true uh, intense sort of hyperbolic uh, Archie style, everyone is just mobbing Archie and, uh, and Vegas in the streets. Um, wants him to do the trick, is, is totally impressed. And uh, is is overwhelming Archie and Jughead, and we find that in fact someone, and I won't say who, has uh, 
has paid this kid to make this happen, which is um, just pure Archie Comics logic. Um, I absolutely love it. Um, this feels very much like a classic story that you might read from the from the sixties or seventies, um, but of course, obviously updated uh, with modern technology, smartphones, YouTube, all of that stuff. So I like that it is uh, it is just a ridiculous premise. Um, how could this person uh, pay this kid to take this video and then know that it's going to go viral and make uh, make Archie's day difficult? But of course he does. That's how logic works in Riverdale. I love this. Uh, I love seeing Bill Galvin's art. Um, anyone who's listened for a long time knows that uh, it's always a treat to see him drawing the Archie gang. Um, I like his rendition of the pets. Um, I like the the really youthful way that he draws Archie. Archie looks very much like um, like a like a younger teen, like a fourteen, fifteen year old. Um, he's got that. I don't know if it's the rounded face or what, but uh, or the the sort of childish expressions. Um, and I love the way he draws Betty and Veronica as well. And we are uh, treated to uh, his rendition of Pops in this story as well, which looks fantastic. Um, so, fun story, good story with the pets, um, succinct, tight, five-page story, um, had a classic feel while still, um, feeling, um, feeling modern, having modern technology, having modern fashion and clothes and all that, um, and that's what I love from an Archie story. So, uh, there it is, we'll leave it there, um, tons of great stuff in this issue as well, Sam Schwartz, um, Rex Lindsay, all your favorite uh, Jughead artists are in here. Um, great issue. Uh, almost 200 pages here of good stuff in this week's book of the week, Jughead and Archie spring annual number 20. Amazing. <laughs> last week, last week I came on, uh, and talked about what a slow, slow news week it was and said, oh, you know, news is probably going to slow down because we're, you know, getting into that spring season. And, uh, you know, a lot of announcements are held off until San Diego Comic-Con and all of that stuff, which is like midsummer. Um, and like <laughs> moments after I said that, recorded the show, uploaded the show, all this information hit, all this big stuff hit. So let's run down the list. Uh, first of all, the news that hit moments after I recorded last week, um, Sabrina, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, number six, uh, will be hitting uh, July 27th, uh, right after San Diego Comic-Con. Um, and on that day, the 27th, the uh, sixth issue will be released, and the trade paperback of the first five issues will be out on that day as well. So if you're if you're not hooked up with the series or you know somebody you know you know somebody that would love that series um, that you could go out and pick up that trade for and get them hooked um, so that's cool cool to see that coming up good to see um, a couple issues uh, guaranteed to come out oh, quote unquote guaranteed but um, it it's good to know that they're anticipating having the uh, fifth and sixth issues coming out um, so that's good news. Um, also, uh, big news that hit just this past Tuesday, I believe, um, Life with Kevin and Betty and Veronica, the revamp with Adam Hughes, are both on the schedule now. Um, all of these had big question marks after them. Uh, obviously, with the whole uh, uh, ridiculousness of the Kickstarter last summer, these books were announced and then it seemed like they were shelved, and it has been mentioned off and on that they're still planning on doing them, but the timeline had been pushed ahead. But just this past Tuesday, two um, uh, press releases hit my inbox, um, you know, one after another, bam, bam. Life with Kevin is happening, a uh, digital exclusive series um, starting in June. This is uh, uh, Dan Parent writing and drawing the adventures of an older college age Kevin Keller with inks by Jay Bone, who's a fantastic cartoonist. I've been following his work for quite some time. Um, I'm really, really excited about this book. Um, if you head over to archiecomics.com, you can find uh, or you know follow Dan Parent on Facebook and uh, Twitter and stuff. You'll see some advanced artwork for that. Um, and it looks fantastic. It has a, a, a very specific visual style. It's sort of like, you know, uh, 
uh, black and white, like gray tones with blue highlights. It's really, really pretty. I'm really looking forward to that book. Um, also, Betty and Veronica by Adam Hughes. Um, Adam Hughes, a sort of um, mainstream superhero artist, from what I know. I know I've seen his work on Wonder Woman and stuff like that. Uh, known for drawing beautiful women. I feel like very, very little is known about this that... Um, you know, I guess maybe he's just uh, hidden away, like to- toiling away at it. Um, but I've seen very few um, interviews or, or blurbs or in- intentions of what the the tone of the book is going to be or anything. So I'm really, really anxious to see um, what we can learn about this leading up to it. And I'm definitely, definitely excited to have it in my hands and read it. Um, but that's fantastic news. Um, I also want to mention really briefly um, a couple of cool articles that have popped up. This uh, this year marks, this month actually marks the 15th anniversary of the Josie and the Pussycats movie. One of my favorite movies, I think. Um, even before I was a huge, huge Archie fan, I was a big, big fan of this movie. It hit when I was probably, well, if it was 15 years ago, <laughs> I guess I was I was 19. And uh, I, I loved this movie. Um, so a couple articles popped up. Uh, one was on Entertainment Weekly that even had like a little quiz. So you could uh, quiz yourself on how much you know about the Josie and the Pussycats movie. I got nine out of 10, not bragging. Wish I had gotten that 10th one. Um, over, also over on flavorwire.com. Um, they had a nice, nice tribute to it, a nice explanation of the sort of subversive messages and the, the cool satire going on in that movie. If you've never seen that movie, please watch that movie. Oh my gosh, it's great. Um, but yeah, so good, good to see some people talking up that movie because I think it's fantastic. I'll have links to both those articles in the show notes of this episode. So um, please go over and check out those articles. Watch that movie. Oh my gosh, uh, 15 years. It's insane that it's been that long. Um, but there it is. There's your news of the week. Uh, Life with Kevin is happening. Betty and Veronica is happening. New stuff uh, from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and the 15th anniversary of Josie and the Pussycats. All right, folks. New releases for this past Wednesday, the 13th. Um, in comic shops now, of course, our book of the week, Jughead and Archie Spring Annual Digest number 20. Um, also out this week, Sonic the Hedgehog number 280. And coming up this coming Wednesday, the 20th one, Lone, Lonely Little Release, uh, World of Archie Comics Double Digest number 58. Um, so there you have it. Those are your new releases for this past Wednesday, the 13th, and this coming Wednesday, the 20th from Archie Comics. All right, our guests for this week's show um, need no introduction. Uh, Fernando Ruiz and Dan Parent have both worked for Archie Comics for, uh, I believe, Fernando for over 20 years, up until recently, <laughs> as we have heard. Um, and uh, Dan has worked for the company for you know close to 30 years, I think, at this point. Um, what may need an introduction is their creator-owned book that they launched uh, just a couple months back. It's called Die, Kitty, Die. Um, it is a really fun, funny, adult-ish, um, some adult humor in there. Um, a great uh, jab at the comic book industry. A lot of, um, just a, a confluence of, of a lot of their all of the things that they love and the things that they've worked on in the past. It's a really sharp, really funny, great-looking book. Um, you can head over to diekittydie.com, D-I-E-K-I-T-T-Y-D-I-E.com um, for more information about where you can uh, get the digital first issues and pre-order the hardcover. Um, so uh, I'll let them take it away and talk more about it. Uh, Dan Parent and Fernando Ruiz, welcome to lovely Riverdale, USA. Hi. Thanks Hi for having us. Okay, so let's let's uh, first differentiate everybody's voice. Fernando, could you say hello separately? <laughs> hello. Cool. So that's Fernando. <laughs> now let's get yep. let's get Dan's voice. Dan, hello. Hey, everybody. Cool. So hopefully the audience now has a sense of which which one is which. Um, but uh, thank you guys so much for taking some time to come on and talk about your creator-owned book, Die Kitty Die. Um, we're two issues in now, two issues of, of four. 
Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Awesome. So I guess my mm-hmm. first question is that I always thought about you guys, um, you know, through the years, reading your stuff at Archie. Um, you're both pencilers, so I very rarely saw you guys working together. Like, so mm-hmm. I never considered you guys to be, like, pals. And I feel like one of the things mm-hmm. that I, I love about, like, you guys coming out with this book is seeing you guys, like, together and being buddies. There's something, like, heartwarming about it. Like, I don't want to... I don't want to... Mm make assumptions but like when did you guys like become pals i guess oh god two weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> we just met <laughs> we just forced each other we just we had to force each other to get along <laughs> um no we always get along right away like you know right when fernando first yeah. started at Archie. yeah um i met i, I met we had dan on my very similar first day there yep you know, we've always had very similar tastes and interests, and you know, mostly like television and pop culture stuff. So, yeah, we've always, um, you know, gossiped up a storm, mm-hmm. <laughs> chatted up a storm in the offices, and yep. and but yeah, I mean, through the years, I, I guess we never really did work. Did we ever work together on anything specifically? I mean, I think I may have drawn some of my stories. Yeah, yeah, I I know I've drawn stuff that you've written, um, and we mm-hmm. were we've both been in maybe like the same book, like like that Archie six six six. But right, I, right. we we never we never collaborated on anything. No. Not until no. Die Kitty Die. Yeah. yeah, there was something. There was something about seeing you like both together in like the Kickstarter video that I was like. You know, it was like seeing Batman and Superman, like on the <laughs> in the movie theater. I don't know wow. if that was just me, but I was like, oh, like I always. I mean, I'd see you guys like set up uh, like side by side at conventions and stuff like that. But like for some reason, it was like, why didn't I ever think of this? Like these two guys working together. <laughs> like you've been on this like sort of parallel track all this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, um. Why didn't Archie ever think of it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so. Yeah, we could have done that. <laughs> we could have teamed up on them. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's let's talk about how the concept for Die Kitty Die came about. Um, I, I my I guess I'll tell you my in my head the my assumption is that you guys were sitting together at a convention, and then sitting together at another convention, and then sitting together at another convention. With uh, with you know, spare time or travel time or or well, hotel lobbies well, you're not or too far off. Mm-hmm. That's pretty you're not close. Too far off because <laughs> it started. It started actually when we were going to um, Dallas Fan Expo mm-hmm. last yeah. June. Shout out! And we were um, and we started. We, we were we were we were mapping it out and talk, discussing it on the plane. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and how then we were just doing like little, little thumbnail sketches and little like you know little uh, plot. Summaries and things. We were just jotting all that stuff down. And how long and ago? Yeah, that was that was when it started. How long ago was that? Well, that, that was last June. June. Was, yeah, yeah, last year, I mean, uh, right around May, June, around there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. I think it was first weekend in June, I believe. And then, so that, so I guess we just kept talking about it through the summer. And really, you know, I think we really got really started to get. Periods on the art and 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 bait, tighter story plot around Labor Day because we wanted to kind of get it together for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, and we and yeah. we ended up we ended up launching the Kickstarter on November November fifteenth. Yeah, so we were a couple of weeks after Halloween, but we, we so I think it was after Labor Day we really at least knew we had to at least get you know some pages and covers done and and get a, a look down and a and a like a you know, pretty tight story plot. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and... I, re- I remember when the Halloween date started looming, uh, that seemed like such a perfect um, launching point for the idea that it started to become, like, a lot more real. And we started, like, you know, kicking it to high gear, like, making this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, maybe the answer to this question is is all of the above, but, like, when this conversation started, was it a conversation of like, "Hey, we should work together," or "Hey, I have this idea, let's work on it together," or was it a matter of like, you know, we're you know, veteran creators, 
uh, and you know having a creator-owned property is you know a good investment in ourselves, a good investment in our future. Like where where was the where was the root of this? I guess there was definitely a lot of one and three. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, it, it was funny because like it, the conversation started like we we should work on our own thing apart from Archie. Yep. Um, we should work together. Um, and it was funny because we started throwing out like the ideas of what we wanted to do, and they were largely they were largely the same thing. You know, we both wanted to do a story that had some magic elements to it. It was about a beautiful girl, um, and all all the stuff just started like really pouring out. And you know, we, we really solidly mapped out the premise on that flight. Yeah, yeah, and I think our, I think the goal was really just to do something of, really of our own. I think that was like the main premise, the yeah. main idea was to do something of our own because um, you know just you know not that you know we enjoy working on Archie stuff, but you know th- this is something that we can you know we call the shots. You know, right. we we're right. the ones who decide what, what happens. But, um, yeah, and you know, it, it, as a creator, you want to have that control. Yeah, it's it's purely our vision, you know. We don't have like an editor telling us, you know, you should put in a, a dog because dogs are cool. You uh-huh. know? So it, right. it's totally right. our vision unfiltered. Yep. And and then also, you know, if you're if you're having your sort of pie in the sky dreams, if uh, you know, Cartoon Network gives you a call and says, "Hey, we're reading this, we like it or whatever. It is entirely yours." To, yeah, to, that too. to to license or or <laughs> right. you know to do what what you will with. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm thinking of this as sort of like a like a dual creative process. I was thinking about. Um, I feel like I have a sense of what the creative process is in terms of the issues with you guys splitting up the pages and stuff, um, but taking you know a step before that, what was the process like? Um, as you said, on that flight of like throwing out ideas and uh, seeing what sticks and drawing things up and stuff like, um, you know, creating a character together, creating a universe together seems harder to me than making a comic book together where you have you've already established all of those things. Like, was was that difficult coming together and making concessions? Were you able to be like, I don't like that idea or I have a better idea, or what was that process like? Well, I think that's where we, we work pretty well together. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, to begin with, we have, like Dan said before, we have, like, a lot of the similar likes and dislikes and influences on our lives. Like, you know, we, we keep drawing a lot on the old Harvey comics, you know, yeah. even more so than the Archie comics. So, um you know, a lot of times we would throw something out there like, oh, we got to have like, a, you know, Dippy the Dead Kid. And, and, you know, we'd say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it would be like, it was, it's really been very, very smooth, you know. Yeah, no, there's been no, no fights or anything. We were pretty, um, <laughs> you guess like, no. Like, what is, what is your sort of elevator pitch? I mean, I guess we haven't gotten too much into that. Like, if, if uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Die Kitty Die is or what it's about, like, how would you, how do you describe that to folks? I, I just think it's a story about a, a fictional character who's trying to be killed by her publishers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I get into a little bit more detail. You know, she's like, it's, like, it's about a pair, kind of like a big jazz of the comic book industry. Uh-huh. And, um, and it revolves around a world that we've created of comic book characters. And, um, you know, then, you know, that's, that's the basic gist. Uh, and then I, you know, just get into like, you know, how we, you know, it's sort of like, uh, whether you don't, you have to figure out who's good and who's bad and who's on Kitty's side and, you know, um, you know, who are her friends and who are not. Uh, and, you know, a lot of the stories come, is created through the backstory that we create, you know, you create a backstory and then it, you know, <laughs> you know, we, know more about what we're going to do in, in the future. Um, and, you know, the thing is, it's it's total, you know, we've got so much freedom to, to create all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, can, you can do whatever we want. And, you know, the, the, the fact that the character is magic, you know, you can do anything there. 
Um, you know, in comic books, you can do anything you want. There's like no limit. Where Archie was based in a lot of reality, you know, more reality based. You know, this is total, total fantasy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of flexibility to our to the premise where we can just go off and and do stories about what you know whatever we want. So yeah, she's you know she's in hell in issue two. She's at a comic convention in number three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we play up the romance in number four. So there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different takes that we we can have on it. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the things I like about the book is that. You've got those sort of um, classic style stories that open up each issue. Is that I, I assume that's going to happen throughout the four issues? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where you sort of like yeah number three number three is a superhero sort of story. Cool. Based in the seventies, hmm. um, you go you go um, Kitty and as um, Agent Kitty, she's not like a spy, kind of like a Charlie Angels thing. You got Kitty and we've got. Um, American Gloria, who's our our superhero, and then uh, Diana Chick. Awesome. And, um, so it's like the three of them, like you know, fighting crime. Cool. And, and, uh, and but, but you know, American American Gloria has like a, a secret that she's having trouble with. So you know, so uh, Kitty helps her, and then you know, that the day that's where her their friendship bond is formed. And then and then number four, we've got a wedding. And that's all we'll say. The wedding. Mm. Awesome, and those yeah. those Kitty sort of... Kitty has been married before. So. Oh, okay, okay. I just actually <laughs> I just reread the first two issues before we got on the phone, so um, there was something I was wondering about that, but I will I will leave that question alone. Let's talk about who you're working with on this as well. There's the two of you, mm-hmm. and then uh, tell us a little bit about the other folks that you've brought in to work on the book. All right. Well, we've got um, Jason Bone, who's really good. Yeah. Or Jay Bone, as he likes to be called. But I call him Jason. The secret's out. I actually started working with him on the Kevin book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I you know, was a fan of his work before that. Um, he has a really just cool retro style. And he, did the, he, he inked some of the first uh, Kitty pages we had done, and they looked really great. And have been doing the fashion pages in Kitty. Yeah, I love those um, fashion pages. We're look at, you know, fashion right in the middle. And then, and then it, when and then the, when the book is printed, it'll, the pages will look better because it'll actually be you know fashion spreads the way they're supposed to be. Um, so yeah, he was um, you know really a good get to work on the book, and you know he's really just a bet, really really gets the whole you know Kitty thing. Uh, in the second issue, you had that little uh, backup by your your uh, your old collaborator uh, Bill Gallier, oh, yeah. which is really well, really nice actually, to see. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Bill, 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 and I created Assy a, 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 a while ago. This isn't this isn't the first go around for Assy. Assy has been around. Oh really? Um, yes, yes. <laughs> um, we actually did, we I did we did a book um, called Dumbass Breath. <laughs> Don't look for it. Okay. Um, but but uh, <laughs> um, we, back you know, like twenty years ago, we just, with a bunch of just crazy stories. And actually, we had, we had a Carney story in there too. Oh, cool. And one of the stories we just one of the stories we did was Assy. It was a parody of the old Lassie um, TV you know, show. I honestly didn't even catch that joke. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so subtle. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. Go ahead. We were, you know, just doing parodies of stories and you know, TV shows, and we just like, you know, Lassie, and then we were like, just saying, we, I think Bill's at Assie, and we we're like, what if it, you know, it was like the Lassie, but he just asked, Lassie had a big ass, <laughs> and you know, and, and it always, and it always impeded him trying to save people. Like, you know, Lassie, you would always save people, yeah, but in this version, you know, he, he was always trying to think of what his ass got in the way, or her <laughs> ass got in the way, Lassie's girl. Um, and then I and I think in the the first the other Assy story I have to like well, you know I have the I have the digital file for I'll put it online or mm-hmm. as a bonus yeah um and in the story yeah um like it was uh, I think I think we did the same storyline basically in this one um uh, the kid who's you know um, Dippy beforehand you know uh, Clarence I think was it Clarence I don't know <laughs> um, ends up falling in the well and has to get help and I think in the, we did that we did that in the first the original Assy story too we um. Uh, 
it's always a kid falling in a well. That's always a good, a good premise. And has yeah. To help. But Ashley always ruins it. He's his ass is so big. And <laughs> um, or has to cross a river, you know, like a, like a, has to cross like a thin log across the river, and the, you know, of course, his big ass breaks the the, 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 the um, tree. And, um, so. <laughs> Um, sometimes the most effective uh, jokes are like the, the the cheapest, like simplest jokes. <laughs> well, that's simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's much more simpler than Ashley. Yes, yeah, so good. <laughs> but, um, but it was really fun to get Bill involved because you know I've worked with Bill for worked with Bill for so many years. And, uh, Bill hasn't done anything for in a while, and uh, it was just fun to um, have him do something. Yeah, and I mean, for those who don't know, Bill Gallier was uh, your collaborator on the Carnies. Um, also, mm-hmm. didn't he work? He worked on Jughead's Diner. Question mark. We worked on Jughead's Diner. Yeah, we yeah. worked on Love Show Love Showdown together. We rewrote that together. Yeah. Uh, um, and wrote like, the specials, the Love Showdown specials. And I drew those. And we did a lot of stuff. Actually, we, we, we used to collaborate on the Sabrina stories and Archie and Friends. Well, we actually used to split up Archie and Friends. Um, he, we would just split it up with one one issue. I would write I would write and draw the the, the lead story, and he would do the Sabrina story. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would kind of switch it up. So we, we did collaborate a lot on that. We collaborated on Jelly Bean. We created Jelly Bean, a good sister. Awesome. And we wrote those stories together. So, yeah, so we actually collaborated a lot. And then there was the Jughead Diner years and the Hershey 3000 years. And yep. All the years that, um, even though we didn't do drugs, it, it appeared like we did. <laughs> and there are <laughs> other, you know, familiar names for folks who've been reading Archie for years. Um, Rich Kozlowski. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Glenn Whitmore on colors. Um, yeah, yeah. Were those, were those easy gets? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were. <laughs> they, yeah, they like, they like to work. Mm-hmm. And they, they would get Janice Chang. She did the lettering, and she was she's very pleasant to work with. She's a very nice lady. Um, but yeah, it was great. And you know, Rich, Rich is in both mine and Fernando stuff pretty much throughout the years, and. You know, he's just so good. He makes everything look so nice and uh, really, you know, knows how to enhance our work. And, you know, he was a real, you know, pleasure to work with. So, yeah, everybody was, you know, really top-notch professionals. We had no issues at all. Everything just went really smoothly. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's... it. I feel like inkers are, are such unsung heroes in the comic industry. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, really, they really good. Yeah, like Rich, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, well, let's talk about um, Giselle's uh, work on this, and I think that leads into a lot of questions I have about the Kickstarter campaign and how that came about. Um, but let's talk about mm-hmm. um, Giselle's sort of creative contributions first, and then we'll we'll mm-hmm. go into the Kickstarter stuff because her pinups are fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She she really you know nailed it with that first one, and then. And then, yeah, we were lucky that, you know, for the, for the hardcover that'll be coming up, she did a, a bonus story that the Kickstarter funded. It was one of our stretch goals. And, mm-hmm. um, really beautiful five page story. That, uh, yeah, Fernando wrote it and she drew it and it, um, just looks so, so nice. Um, yeah, I was yeah, gonna, art is, is just so great. Yeah, I was gonna ask if we'd see some sequentials of Kitty by her. That'll be really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She, yeah, she really did yeah, a beautiful story job. In. Yeah. And then Shuri colored it. Shuri is a girl who um, inks a lot or colors a lot of uh, Giselle stuff and just colors some of our stuff. And um, yeah, she's she, she's nice. She's really good too. Yeah, she's great. I actually have a Jughead sketch by her. That's really awesome. Wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's a good artist. She sure is. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Kickstarter. So if we're going sequentially, mm-hmm. um, you you guys have this conversation last year. You're developing it. You're getting it together. Um, was mm-hmm. it an idea from the beginning that you guys were were going to put this on on Kickstarter and raise some money, or when, what, how would um, when did that, how did that come about? I, I think so. Yeah, I think, I think we like, always had the intention to do Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Kick, yeah, Kickstarter was always a, a possibility. Um, I had done a Kickstarter for for an anthology a couple of years ago. And we were looking to just raise twenty four hundred dollars, you know, or twelve hundred dollars, and we raised twenty four. So I mean, mm-hmm. it was really small scale. Um, but I think by the time that we had started really kicking uh, our ideas around for Kitty, uh, so 
some involved with um, Giselle's Kickstarter. Uh, she had she was she had gotten her own Kickstarter, uh, her second Kickstarter going, and um, I think watching that go down um, kind of inspired us, and and you know we learned from that, and and she was great as far as helping us, you know, and and just showing us how to not make fools of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And we still did a little bit. There were still a couple of mistakes I made, yeah. like, you know, when we were like, you know, doing some of the mailing, and there were there were some mistakes. But she she um, we helped us through them, and um, um, yeah, she you know she just had a lot of knowledge on how to do it, and uh, you know about how much shipping would cost. You know, and originally we think at one point we talked about doing all the four issues as print, mm-hmm. not even thinking about yeah. how much it would have cost us. And now looking back, we would have we would have just wiped out all our Kickstarter money at this point if we had done oh, that. Yeah. Um, and she, and she knew that right away, um, to do digital and then do the print. And yeah. I mean, she was definitely right. Um, but yeah, she just was very helpful and, and helpful in promoting it too. And I think it, it was good because, you know, we, we helped her on her Kickstarter and she helped us on ours. And I think, you know, we, our audiences definitely be, um, cross each other, you know, cross paths, you know, they're not that far apart, but, she she definitely brings some of her her fans over to us, and vice versa. So I think I think we, we both kind of help each other. Yeah, I remember when your Kickstarter went up, I was like kind of kicking myself. I was like, oh man, like I'm not really you know I'm working with Archie, so I'm not really in a position to promote it. And I feel kind of poorly about that because like you know you guys have always been great about coming on the show and and uh, always been really supportive of the show. And then what were we like two weeks in, three weeks in? Like how how long did it take you guys to fund? You guys like funded and then you went through oh. the roof and I was like, oh okay, like I'm really overselling my abilities here. Like you guys are doing just fine without me. Well, we, we, we funded it. We funded it in like a week, mm-hmm. eight days. Yeah, eight days. Yeah, yeah we were funded by then. So, so at least at that point, you know, you you breathe a sigh of relief that you made it that far. But then then the greed sets in and you want to like, oh well, <laughs> now we got to keep you got to keep this going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to, then you hit, then you hit stretch goals, and you you just want to make the project better. You know, we really, really wanted to. Um, the two things we really wanted was we wanted to go to it, make it a hardcover. Yeah. And we wanted yeah. um, to do fund the Giselle story. So those are two of the biggies that we wanted. And and uh, and then yeah, we added some pages, and you know, just just the stretch goal just made it a, you know better a better book. Yeah, in, actually, let's take that second now to say that a hardcover is available for folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up for pre-order. Yeah, hardcover right is now. available. Yeah, you can go to um, oh god, it's like danparent dot com, uh, everybody dot com, uh, and astrocomics dot com and diekittydie dot com. Any of those sites you can go to and uh, order it. Awesome. Yeah, we'll th- we'll throw that out as many times as we can throughout the conversation. Because <laughs> if folks if folks want to read it, um, definitely uh, get your get your order in for the hardcover because it's going to be great. Yeah. So that's definitely the way to go. Did you guys end up with? Uh, I mean, after the the Kickstarter ends, I mean, you're you're looking at it. It looks like a huge success. Are you then, you know, waking up the next morning with a pile of sketches to draw? A pile of things to ship out. Like, how, was that an overwhelming situation? Oh, we're facing that. Well, now. that hasn't really happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, 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 we announced, you know, the book wasn't coming out until July. So really, these Kickstarters won't start mailing out until June, July, and then probably into August. Okay, so, so folks will. Yeah, we have it to that point. Yeah. So folks, you'll be shipping those all out together. The folks will get their hardcover that they backed, and then also whatever. Sketches or things that they, yeah, th- those all yeah. should come together. Unless, like, some people specifically were like, some people were specifically like, oh, I want my sketch now, and if they wanted their sketch now, we, you know, we just have to charge extra shipping, be like two separate shipments. But yeah, for yeah, the yeah. most part, people, it's easier, and most people just want it all together. So people will get their hardcover, and they'll get their commission, and they'll get their kitty cards, whatever their, their whatever their reward was, it'll all come in one package. Yeah. And that and that goes back to your saving on shipping of not publishing individual issues as well. Like, right? Yeah, because if we had done four separate issues and people wanted like certain issues and they wanted all four, or they wanted it two, and then you're talking about we'd have to do a mailing every month, and that would that would that would be quite 
it would not be fun. Yeah, I mean, I mean, being, so beyond... digital, you know, digital is much easier. You just, you know, you just you put the issue up there, and, and not to say it's not work because it is. It is work putting the issue together even digitally. But at least once it's up there, you you know, people just download it, and then that's it. It's not not you're 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 done as far as the, the physical labor is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how how is that going? Do you guys have an editor, or do you guys have any any who who physically puts together the whole book? We don't really have an editor. I mean, we, we have people who are helping us now. Like, you know, like uh, a couple of our friends are reading it over and looking at it and stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, we're we're doing it. We're editing it ourselves, basically. And uh, I've been putting it together, uh, on, uh, you know, in Photoshop, uh, making PDFs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I you know I, I sort of know how to do it. But I, I made a couple of mistakes the first time around and learned. And, you know, so the second... For issue number two, it went a little smoother. It's just a matter of the next, you know, as we as we continue on in this process, we'll we'll get a production person or or at least someone to to do more of that because um, it's it's a little bit you know time consuming um, doing the the art and that, um, but it's fun too. I mean, you know, I like doing it, um, but time time wise, it's always now I understand why you know companies have editors, proofreaders. Um, production people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> folks, that. folks who do the layout and design and all that stuff. Yeah, we're kind of control freaks, so that's good too. You make sure you know you control stuff. Yeah, how is how is the scheduling been? Like, I I love first of all, I want to say that I love that you guys raise this money and now you're able to sort of like, you know, uh, you know, pay your friends to come in and work on the book. Like, yeah. what a, what a cool feeling that must be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, where was I going with that? That's a cool feeling. That must be rad. <laughs> okay. um, and then, um, Dang, I it is. um, yeah, let's all agree. We can all nod our heads <laughs> and say that while I try to remember the second part of the statement. It is, it is a good feeling though, because yeah, there are friends and, you know, you know, they, they would hopefully do it for us if they had a project and, um, you know, we're able to do it for them, and it's good to keep you know, um, you know, some of the old Archie people um, busy, and um, yeah, it's just it's fun to um, you know, these are, these are people we like, so it's, it's uh, good to keep working with them. Yeah, well, that that leads me to my, my next question. There we go. Is um, you guys have been rolling this out well once a month? I mean, I guess I mean it's only been two issues so far, but it sounds like you're on track. For the for the third issue, um, how how is that? Yeah, been? the third issue is just about done. Yeah. That's awesome, and you've got people presumably working in different states. You know, sending files, passing things around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. all digital. You know, the people are you know, we, you know are, are they send their files to a Dropbox and download the files, put them together, just the way you know, like they do any any other you know, art department, like FRG and yeah. Um, yeah, and, and you know we're on schedule. You know we 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 promise. You know uh, February, March, April, May, and yeah, number three will be out by the end of April, and uh, four will be out by the end of May. And at the same time, the you know the uh, the book will be at the printers, um, being prepared for the hardcover. That's awesome. And we'll be doing a um, we'll be doing a, uh, a, a exclusive. For Montreal Comic Con, which would be actually a print a printed version of the first issue. Oh, with awesome. a new cover. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, who's who's doing the cover on that one? I both, both of us. us. Awesome. We, jam- we jammed on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, when is jam that? Piece. When is that coming up? That leads so well into my next question. When when is Montreal Comic Con? Yeah, uh, uh, July. July first weekend, weekend in July. First weekend in July. Yeah. Awesome. So that'll awesome. be the first piece of printed the first printed of anything of kitty will be then yeah and then and then two weeks after that i believe two weeks and it's a week uh, is san diego mm-hmm. which will be the debut of the hardcover there you go that is that is some good thinking folks <laughs> we're no dummies yeah <laughs> we um plan this stuff <laughs> well any anyone in montreal grab up some copies those are going to go They'll go through the roof. Your first, yeah, your first printed appearance. Limited edition. Yeah, that's yep. awesome. 
that leads me into the mm-hmm. uh, the sort of die kitty die tour that's going on. You guys are both folks uh, who do a lot of conventions. Um, what? I mean, I don't know. Do you guys yes. want to? Do you guys want to throw out some dates of where you guys are going to be? Maybe that's overwhelming. Like, t- tell us a little bit about where you guys are going to be and how extensive this uh, this convention schedule is this summer. Mm-hmm. East Coast Comic Con in Caucus, uh, New Jersey. That's uh, this Saturday and Sunday, April sixteenth and seventeenth. Cool. So, as as people are hearing this, mm-hmm. you're you're in Secaucus, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, and where where are you headed from there? Uh, Dan's probably got another. Well, <laughs> well, I'll be doing I'll be doing uh, a show in Cornwall, Ontario, Cape Con. The week after that, um, I'll be alone at that, but I'll be promoting Kitty. So I'll have the Kitty stuff with us. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Then the end of the month. It's the biggie one in Calgary. So I'll be there. Fernando will be there. Giselle will be there. Rich Kozlowski is going to be there. So it's going to be a lot of uh, big big team Archie slash Kitty will be there. Let's talk a little bit about the future. I know you guys are in the present. You are working. You're finishing up the third issue. You've got the fourth issue to go. You've got a whole uh, summer schedule of conventions. Um, But... If if I can overwhelm you a bit, like what what does the future look like for Kitty for you guys and Kitty? Hmm. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, things are things are looking good. Um. Yeah, we're we'll hopefully have some other things to announce the next time we we talk like this. Awesome. Um. Nothing we could talk about just yet. Right. Cool. Do you do you think, with the experience you had on Kickstarter, do you think that you'll be going back to Kickstarter? Most likely. Yeah, I think so. We we, we definitely yeah yeah, yeah we, we've al- we've already been kicking around ideas for a, a Die Kitty Die sequel, so we we can definitely continue Kitty's adventures. Awesome. That all sounds good. Um, so people know what the comic is. They know where to get it. They know uh, how you created it. Um, Tell us before we before we let you guys go. What what else are you guys working on? Where can we find your work? Um, anything that you guys want to shout out or promote on the way out? Because um, you know anyone who listens to the show has been reading your stuff for years, wants to support you wherever you guys are. So uh, Fernando, first first up, what are you working on right now? Well, right now I've been um, aside from wrapping up Die Kitty Die, uh, I've been uh, working with uh, Giselle on uh, her uh, webcomics. Uh, you could go to uh, pixietrickscomics.com, and I've been working on a, a reboot of her Eerie Cutie series. And uh, I did a 12-page story, and the pages are going up every couple of days right now as we speak. So um, you guys can see, uh, can see some fresh work uh, right now. Um, and that's been great. You know, I, I love working on those characters. Um, and Giselle, you know, she's already given me another story to, to work on. So it's, it's really been a lot of fun. Awesome. Dan, what have you, uh, what do you got going on aside from if, if you don't have enough work with that kitty die, what else are you working on currently? (laughs) Um, right. Um, well, there's, um, also Giselle's work. I'm working on, um, Eerie Cutie's. Or for her. Um, uh, so I did a 10-pager that's going to be coming up soon. Um, and i got another couple stories I need to work on for her that are still coming down the pike, so those will be good. Um, you know, the Archie stuff, the classic Archie stories, we're you know, on those still, a couple stories here and there. Kevin, a uh, digital book will be back um, on, you know, out to be out there. Uh, it will be published starting in June. Um, basically, besides that, there's conventions and... Um, I've been doing some variant covers for people. Um, I've been doing some variant covers for Valiant comics. Oh, really? Some, like Archer and Armstrong covers coming up, and and, and um, uh, Faith and um, uh, Ninjack, um, and um, Eternal Warrior covers coming up. And um, I did a cover a cover for um, Boom uh, for um, what the hell did I have the cover? <laughs> Very cute, whatever it is. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, but I did a cover for them. Um, and, and just whatever, you know, whatever uh, things come our way. And um, we've got some other, I got some other stuff coming up that um, kind of ties in with Fernando too, but we'll have to wait on that. Awesome. Okay. Well, uh, here. awesome. Well, we'll have you back to talk about all that stuff when it's ready to announce. Um, uh, yeah, whenever you guys have something to announce, you guys always have a place here on the show to announce it. I'm sure every, everybody who's listening knows your stuff, has been reading your stuff, and is excited about what you guys have coming up. Yeah, thank you both for uh, taking some time uh, to talk to us. Um, die, kitty, die is great. I'm excited to see where it's going next. Um, so uh, thanks again, and uh, have a great night, guys. Hey, thanks great, a lot, thank Dan Parent and Fernando Ruiz on the Riverdale podcast. Um, really, really good to talk to those guys. Um, sweet, nice, kind dudes. Um, and it, it's, it's. I think it's worth stating that like they have been with the show since early on. Have always been super supportive and uh, and giving of their time, and uh, always, always, uh, you know, fun to talk to at conventions and run into. Um, cool, cool guys. Um, so head over, support their book diekittydie.com uh danparent.com fernando ruiz everybody.com you can get the single issues at gumroad.com g u m r o a d and you can pre-order the uh, beautiful hardcover edition over at diekittydie.com All right, folks, on the way out today, I want to remind everybody how they can get in touch with the show. Um, you can always send an email to Podcast at yahoo.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can head over to riverdalepodcast.com slash ask to ask a question, submit a, uh, a comment, however you want to do it, riverdalepodcast.com slash ask. You can also call in and leave a voicemail. I always love getting voicemails. You can call in to 573-427-2443. That's 573-4-Archie. Uh, this show updates every Saturday morning. Every Saturday morning, you'll find us at RiverdalePodcast.com, also on iTunes and on Stitcher. If you're listening on iTunes, a great way to say thank you uh, for a free show every week is to write a review. Write a quick review. Give a star rating. Um, And if you write a review, I'll read it here on the show. I want to thank one last time uh, our guests for the show, Dan Parent and Fernando Ruiz. I want to thank everybody who's contributing to the show over on patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast. Thank you for your uh, continued funds. They make this show work and uh, I love you for it. Um, I want to thank everybody who's listening. Thanks for tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in to hear Fernando and Dan, uh, welcome. Welcome aboard. Great to have you here. And uh, we'll wrap it up there. My name is Jonathan and I'll see you again next week right here in lovely Riverdale, USA.